0: Let's get reaction now to a new era in the United States, President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris taking the oath of office yesterday and a slew of executive actions also taken and to get reaction to the new administration, some of those executive actions and other issues. Congressman Darren LaHood joining us on the WMAY morning news feed. Congressman, thanks for taking time with us. How are you guys doing out there?
1: Hey, Greg, good morning. Good to be with you and your listeners today.
0: So, uh, your reaction. Uh, We have uh, President Joe Biden now uh, and uh, a lot of executive orders. Uh, What do you anticipate happening in the uh, weeks and months ahead?
1: Uh, Well, thanks, Greg. Let me make three points. One, I want to first of all congratulate uh, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris uh, on their inauguration. It was an honor to be there yesterday uh, to represent my district and witness uh, the peaceful transfer of power. Um, secondly, uh, I'm, um, I, I was happy to be there. I think it's important for Republicans and Democrats to be there for the pageantry of it. I'm glad things went smooth. As you know, Greg, we've had a divisive last 60 or 70 days in the country uh, that culminated with the January 6th riot and criminal activity at the Capitol. So I'm glad yesterday went smooth. I think it was important for our country, for our democracy, that we, that we had a uh, good display yesterday, and it went well thirdly uh, to your point uh, Greg um, you know uh, whether the president will act in a bipartisan way or work with Republicans is uh, you know that's where the real work begins um, I look at the executive actions I think he did 13 or 14 of them last night uh, listen I, I the keystone pipeline is a bipartisan issue. I don't know why he canceled that. That equals jobs and economic opportunities for our country. Uh, it also um, uh, equals um, uh, energy independence. Uh, the, the country of Canada and their prime minister supports that. So I, I don't know that's the best way to start off in a bipartisan way. I would have wanted to work with Congress, talk to them, figure that out. So uh, and the other part that's, that's concerning to me is, um, you know, giving amnesty to 11 million people that are here illegally. What does that say to the people that go through the legal process and follow the rules and go through the the, the, the regulations and uh, structure that we have in place? So um, th- those are two that stuck out of me in terms of the executive orders. I, I think joining the uh, Paris climate, that was something expected. Joining the World Health Organization, I think it's fine as long as you uh, hold China accountable and don't let them um, you know, uh, steer the narrative uh, that has gone on with the World Health Organization. And the bottom line is, let's get to um, the, the facts and evidence to what China had to do with the coronavirus. So, so those are a few of my thoughts, Greg.
0: One of the things I didn't hear yesterday, uh, even watching the uh, thirty-minute uh, press briefing, the first press briefing for the Biden administration, there wasn't one question asked about China. Uh, how are we to hold China accountable if number one, the press doesn't you know ask about it, and number two, uh, the Biden administration doesn't uh, you know come out and 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 lay out its policies to combat China uh, from a variety of different fronts? I know Janet Yellen, uh, she she made some statements uh, to to hold uh, uh, China. Accountable for their practices, but uh, do you anticipate the Biden administration being uh, anywhere close to what the Trump administration was in uh, combating some of the uh, negative economic consequences of China's actions?
1: Well, I'll be. Willing, I'm willing to give the Biden administration a pass on their first press conference, but but the press has to to ask the same questions they asked the Trump administration. It's the double standard in this country that I think really uh, upsets people, the hypocrisy of that. So hopefully they'll treat them the same way that they treated uh, uh, President Trump. Secondarily, um, you know, China is an existential threat to the United States. It's the biggest economic, um, you know, threat to us uh, is China. Um, During his confirmation hearing last week, the new Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, did give credit to the Trump administration on the pressure and the principle of going after China um, on the economic front, on the national security front, on, on, on a number of different um, uh, areas, the human rights. Um, so, you know, we have to be bold. Um, I do think uh, Biden will try to get some of our other like-minded allies. That's something that I've recommended in the past. Uh, why don't we partner with Japan and South Korea and, and Australia and some of our other allies that that dislike China and, and what they're doing. We, we got to remember, Greg. They are a, a, a communist country. Uh, you know, the, the CCP, the, the, the Chinese Communist Party, runs everything. And I think if we can partner with some of our European allies and go after China in a concerted multinational effort, I think that could be effective. But. We need to see action and, and bold moves uh, by the Biden administration.
0: Congressman Darren LaHood joins us here on the WMAY morning news feed at 746, getting reaction to some of the first actions from the Biden administration. Uh, we've got, of course, COVID-19 and that relief package that he wants to advance through Congress, $1.9 trillion. Uh, we'll see how far that advances and whether or not that uh, that, that price tag sticks. Uh, but you also have other issues uh, that, uh, that some in Congress are looking at. Uh, and the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act. I want to get your reaction to this because uh, we've got Senator Durbin pushing for this. Uh, representatives uh, from Illinois, uh, Brad Schneider, I believe, uh, and um, uh, Robin Kelly are, are pushing for this, uh, and and they seem to be saying that there's a, a problem with white supremacy. Uh, and domestic terrorism needs to be, uh, fought against. What's your reaction to this bill? Uh, and what concerns do you have given, uh, you know, the track record of how, uh, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act was abused, uh, under the Obama administration heading into the, the Trump administration? Uh, do you foresee there being problems with this if it was to pass?
1: Well, listen, uh, this is not a way to start off in a bipartisan direction. There is, as I understand, there's no Republican support for the legislation you just referenced, and I am familiar with it. I mean, remember, I'll get to the the bill in a second here, Greg, but let's remember what didn't work in the election that was, you know, one of our closest elections in the history of this country. What didn't work was the socialistic, radical uh, agenda that was pushed by the left. Defunding police didn't work. Medicare for all didn't work. Uh, Taxing everybody didn't work. Um, And so what I would hope is Joe Biden would realize the Senate is 50-50, the House is uh, within five votes, it's the closest governing uh, majority in 120 years, and of course President Trump got 75 million votes, uh, and we had a contested election. And so um, the bill you're talking about, I think, um, is a divisive bill. I think there are real concerns about um, the way that the double standard and the hypocrisy of how... Uh, the protests last summer by Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the the violence and the anarchy and criminal activity that went on, uh, that that's not treated the same as uh, what happened at the Capitol. Uh, and I'm the first one to tell you the people that stormed the Capitol ought to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Uh, they're domestic terrorists in many ways. It's disturbing. Um, but we need to have uh, the same standard. And the bill you're talking about, I have some real um, constitutional concerns, some privacy concerns on that, violation of the Bill of Rights So I think that bill has a long way to go, uh, but that doesn't mean that the Democrats aren't going to try to push for that. Again, uh, let's look at uh, what's what's top of mind for all of us. It's coronavirus. Let's get through the pandemic. Let's work on if we can do another stimulus package in a responsible way. Let's do that. Let's get the vaccine distributed. Let's get our kids back in school. Our goal ought to be, Greg, get back to the economy we had pre-COVID, which was the best economy in my lifetime. That's what we ought to focus on. I think other things where you can find bipartisan support – Infrastructure, which I fully support. It's actually a deficiency of the Trump administration. We didn't do infrastructure. That's another thing that I'm supportive of. And then our trade agreements. I think uh, working with our allies to go after China with other trade agreements is another uh, path uh, to bipartisanship
0: Congressman Darren LaHood with us here on the WMAY morning news feed uh, And something else too that uh, hasn't been Brought up in the past uh, 24 to 48 Hours at least I didn't hear it asked by Any of the uh, the mainstream press uh, And it was something that you know we, we heard uh, Similar types of questions For three plus years under The Trump administration and that was questions about You know Trump's children uh, About uh, uh, influence From foreign actors uh, I didn't hear Hunter Biden's name brought up in a question of his uh, contacts with China and deals with foreign countries. Uh, Is that something that uh, needs to be pursued? Uh, And how does Congress go about pursuing that uh, if Democrats aren't the ones that are driving that?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, You know, again, what what I think concerns a lot of uh, a lot of people in my district and otherwise is, you know, the Hunter Biden story that came out two months before the election. Remember, the New York Post Uh, did a detailed investigative uh, um, story that came up with uh, criminality that Hunter Biden was allegedly involved with. And what happened? Big tech decided to suppress it. They didn't want anybody to see it. So so, uh, Twitter and others decided not to run the story. Well, what happened after the election? We find out that the U.S. Attorney's Office at the Department of Justice in the District of Delaware had an open investigation and was investigating all the things that the New York Post article talked about. My point is there is an active investigation. Uh, I, as a former state and federal prosecutor, Greg, I will tell you, let, let's let let the process pray out. Let's let these career federal prosecutors and FBI and investigators find out what's there. Uh, and, and we got to make sure that uh, Biden and his DOJ do not interrupt that. I think people will be watching that. But of course, there has to be questions. There has to be inquiry the same way there was uh, with the Trump administration. The double standard in the hypocrisy, I think, is what irks people um, uh, across the country.
0: Congressman Darren LaHood, always appreciate you taking time with us, and uh, we'll connect again in the near future, uh, here on the WMAY morning news feed.
1: Sounds great. Have a great weekend, Greg. Take you care. You too.